Hello and welcome to another episode of Unstuck Transformation with Edge with me, Hypnopunk. Today's episode is going to be about stress, physiological aspects of stress, how stress affects our neurology, our mind and our body and our day-to-day -day living and tangible practical things that we can do to clear out the stress hormone of cortisol in our body and live as stress-free life as we possibly can and to turn that negative stress into positive pressure and there is a difference and I'll tell you about it a little bit later on. First of all, I'd like to thank all of you that have listened to the show, that have subscribed to the show, that have shared the show with your friends, with your family, that have spread the word, that have left us five-star reviews on iTunes or however you're choosing to listen to this podcast and leaving some nice comments and some nice feedback for us there. It's very much appreciated. You see, I don't get paid for these, nor do I want to get paid for these. My payment is knowing that you're listening to these, that you're enjoying these, and more importantly, that you're getting something from the tools that I'm dispersing to you and you, you pass it along and also what I do is for, for the, all the people that do leave reviews I like to sweeten the deal as well and that is if you do leave us a review on iTunes a five star review and you, you actually write something there as well it can only just be a line or a paragraph however you choose to listen to these and you send me a screenshot of that you can have what we call a power session with me of 30 minutes over Skype now to be clear this not, is not a counselling session it's not about you bitching and complaining about why your life is so tough and neither is it a hypnosis session what it is is an opportunity for us to talk and for you to tell me about something that's been holding you back something that's been keeping Keeping you stuck to this point and me uh, perhaps sharing a little bit of wisdom with you with some practical tools that you can use to become unstuck and step into freedom and all you got to do is screenshot the review that you leave on iTunes or wherever you listen to this and send it to me then we arrange a 30 minute complimentary power session of yours truly well back to the topic at hand stress oh stress who doesn't suffer from stress nowadays we're plugged into social media all the time we're checking our tweets we're looking at our facebook we're swiping right or left if they're really ugly on tinder we're texting we're on the cell phone or mobile for uh, my british friends you're on the internet you're watching tv you're having dinner you're talking with your family have just stress 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 is getting caused and you're not really enjoying anything you're multitasking a lot of stuff but just it causes cortisol which is the stress hormone in your body to be secreted now some common symptoms of stressing yourself are you're moody you're up and down a lot you're a bit restless your sleep is uh, not particularly good and you when you wake up you don't feel quite as rested as perhaps you did uh, at another stage in your life and the interesting thing about stress is chronic stress actually changes the size of your brain. Now, the part of your brain that's responsible for stress, and I am going to mispronounce it, so I'm giving you the heads up there, is called the HPAA, which stands for the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis. It's the part of the brain that basically secretes cortisol in your body the stress hormone basically a stimulus comes in um, like you've been told that your deadline that you thought was on Monday is actually at 12 p.m. tonight and if you don't get this reporting you are going to be fired or that test that you have for school that you thought was in two weeks time is now actually in three days time and then a big lot of cortisol gets dumped into your system from the HPA 
and how it's processed through your system and by system you can uh, change the word for body if you choose to is what happens is it's in the endocrine glands and the kidneys is where the stress where the cortisol is processed into your body and this is causes us all kinds of ailments and it, if, if going untreated chronic stress can eventually lead to things like depression and chronic anxiety and actually what happens is the neuro connections in your brain start to start to get weaker and weaker and the amygdala which is the part of the brain where all emotions are stored um, which is almost your fear center if you will starts to get overstimulated all the time and it can affect cognitive functions such as learning and memory i mean have you ever had the situation where when you're at home and you're studying and cramming for a test all the information's there like that hunky dory but when you're in a situation where there's a clock in front of you and there is a cost and the cost is uh that if i do not pass this test today i do not get this certification i do not pass uh my schooling um i do not get to my next pay grade then stress gets triggered off by the HPP into your system, or I should say the HPAA into your system. Stress actually makes you stupid. Yes, it does. An example of this is, have you ever gone out for a rendezvous one night, whether that be a bar, a party, a club, and uh, you've come home late one night and you're kind of stumbling along and you're looking for your keys and you're, you're going to your pocket where they always are and you just, you just can't find them. And he starts to get a bit frantic. So you search your inside pocket your back pocket perhaps your bag perhaps look back in your car and you can't find your keys anymore and you start to get frantic then what happens is you start to release more and more cortisol inside your body you get stupid and then what technical name and then what happens is the part of your in hypnosis we call it a negative hallucination and what that is is when something's right in front of you but you actually don't see it and i'm not talking metaphorically i'm talking about you're wearing shades and you forget you're wearing shades and you're searching for your shades and your shades are actually on your eyes and your ears it's called negative hallucination then let's say hypothetically someone comes along distracts you a friend of yours is, is returned uh, is passing by in the street or a beautiful woman walks past or a beautiful man whatever you get distracted and you come back to check your keys in that pocket that front right pocket again and they're there now it isn't like some little dwarf or midget put those uh, keys into your pocket in that moment in time they were always there with all that cortisol roll rolling around your system you couldn't find them it's called hypnotic phenomenon and it's i believe level five on the uh aaron's level of hypnotizability there's only one more level after that which is positive hallucination seeing things that are not there like ghosts but that's another story for in half a day so actually what happens when you have chronic stress it literally causes your brain to sink or shrink i should say in size i don't think it actually sinks down low in your head um, and you have a loss of synaptic connections between neurons so you don't quite have as much um, mental capacity to get things done because the signals and electricity in your brain get weaker and weaker and weaker um, too much stress chronic chronic stress as well also shrinks the prefrontal cortex of your brain which is responsible for, like I say, things like learning and memory, hence why in a test situation or where there are consequences to this thing that you're doing, you can become technical word stupid. 
and like I say earlier on it also can cause if going uh, untreated cause to things like depression and actually Alzheimer's as well so a good way of dealing with this is what I call and I didn't make this up I believe I got this from Mike Mandel who got it from someone and it is identified and treat identify and treat identify and treat you feel stress is coming up if you can get that stress immediately like that then your ability to deal with it uh, exponentially gets uh, greater and greater whereas if you wait for that stress and you're in the middle of a stress shitstorm, so to speak 30 minutes in 40 minutes in an hour in a day in it's a lot harder to get control because it's now got control over you so so actually observing it and treating it in real time which we're going to address a little bit later on is the best way to pull yourself out of these stress vicious cycles and basically what happens is is exactly what happens it just causes you to have more headaches in your life potentially migraines and things like that it's just deeply unpleasant to have too much stress inside your life now some people become addicted to stress cycles and a little bit of stress is okay it gives you a little bit of fire in your belly if you will if you know you know oh, i've got that deadline it needs to be done tonight and you and you've done your work and you know there's a deadline in there there's there's a real real reason to get that thing completed but if that stress comes out in the middle of nowhere like that 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 deadline is brought forward then you can be in some real trouble how i like to differentiate stress good stress from bad stress is i just call bad stress stress and i call good stress positive pressure and what positive pressure is to me is you know you've got 10 weeks before you go on vacation you want to lose a little bit of weight you want to be in better shape you've got 10 weeks you're 10 weeks out to get your nutrition dialed in to get your training dialed in to look the best that you can possibly be another example is in six months time you've got the actual date you are um, being tested for that next level certification which is going to enable you to make more money at work or uh, um, get your degree at school whatever it may be you know when a date is you know when you've been tested you know when graduation is and you know you've got x amount of time to do it so then you can start to backwards engineer the study time that you need to incorporate into your life potentially every day every week every month to be able to pass that test that's great because goals in life goals are great but but dreams dreams people say oh, i have a dream i dream of this i dream of that dreams are goals without deadlines now when you have a goal it's a dream with a deadline it's like all right well i want to go live in new york city well that's just a dream but when i put the deadline in well i want to live in new york city by 2020 and let's get even more specific by march 1st 2020 I am going to live in New York City. I am going to be an American citizen. Now, I don't necessarily know how I'm going to get there, how that's going to be possible, but I don't need to know that now. But I've taken that dream, I've turned it into a goal, and I've given it a deadline. Now, it gives my unconscious mind something to work with, and my conscious mind can come on board as well and start to structure something away, enable, enable me to pick up these things in order to make that inevitability. So, positive pressure is really important for growth in your life and i certainly encourage it but stress stress just makes you feel like shit and it just over stimulates your pituitary gland your endocrine system and it just affects area each and every area of your life negatively an example of this is if i see a client and they are so stressed think of it like this it's like a garbage bin a garbage pound it's filled to the top 
And let's say that client's coming to me because they're an alcoholic and they want to no longer do the symptoms of drinking alcohol. If they're tremendously fucking stressed and I go after the alcohol addiction but don't deal with the stress, then they might feel good at the end of the session. But as soon as the shit hits the fan, technical word, they're going to go back to their coping strategy, which was drinking alcohol. So if your um, head trash can, your head trash if you will is full and the first thing that I need to do whenever I do change work with people is we need to empty that stress and give people coping mechanisms to daily take out that head trash so that stress that garbage power that garbage bin never gets totally full because when it gets totally full that's when it starts to seep out of your head so to speak I'm not talking about brain fluid but I mean seep out by bad attitudes by you being more irritable than you need to be more snappy than you need to be more frantic more angry than you need to be yeah there's probably some good reasons and some good reasons for doing that but you're probably not handling your stress too well which is causing you to act like a child and I'm speaking about this because I used to do it all of the time as well and it's a consistent work for me to be able to deal with these things and to deal with my own stress Every sickness, every disease, physiological, mental, 99.99% of the time is preceded by stress. Typically, people don't live typically a healthy, happy, successful life, and then one day they have a heart attack and die. Oftentimes, there's an awful lot of stress, and, and, and stress and chronic stress has been proved to cause a lot of heart disease. Through clients that I've worked with that have suffered from cancer, typically, not 100% of the time, but typically, it's not that their life was absolutely amazing and perfect. Usually, something had happened within two years of them first contracting the symptoms of cancer. It could have been a death in the family, uh, losing a job, changing a job, losing a house, moving a house, a breakup of a relationship, someone passing away, some other kind of injury that typically, most of the time, had happened to every client who suffered from the symptoms of cancer before I met them within two years um, of them contracting those symptoms of cancer, stress. In a past life, I used to work as a fitness trainer and I would prescribe exercise and nutrition to work with people. And then my, my boss at the time, um, my mentor at the time, he's like, well, these people need to deal with their stress because if their body is not dealing with this stress well, then it's not worried about them losing weight or gaining muscle it's going to put the fire of stress out before it repairs the body or repairs the mind so if you want to change anything in your life you've got to be able to manage stress you look at professional athletes high-level performers who perform well and well and well they are very adapt they have the synaptic processes in their brain of being under the spotlight and being able to deal with a lot of that positive pressure whereas you get a typical person who's not typically good at dealing with that they can go to shit an example of this is tiger woods for many many years tiger woods was the greatest golfer in the world perhaps of all time maybe he still is when you look back at the ratings however he hasn't been playing his best game in five six seven eight years since all these tabloid stories comes out and, and all the divorces and stuff like that in the past tiger woods 
was great at being able to deal with stress and actually his caddy was a hypnotist for about and his caddy was with him for about 20 years and interestingly enough around about the time that he fired his caddy was about the same time that all those stories came out with tiger woods having sex with lots of porn stars and his wife finding out and i believe getting very very upset with him Tiger Woods' ability at that point of dealing with stress got worse and worse and worse till when he performed at the PGA Golf and then the Masters and so forth. Yeah, he'd win from time to time, but whereas before all of these things happened, his ability to win was most of the time, you know, you're against Tiger Woods, you may as well kind of check out now because you're against the god of golf. Yet the more of these, these, these traumas that started to happen to him and him not being able to deal with stress, the the more his game um, regressed and regressed and regressed. And he's no longer the best, no, regarded as the best uh, golfer at this particular time of 2018. And he's probably not even in the top five now, which saying this 10 years ago was, was unspeakable. But he lost the ability to be able to deal with stress or to deal with that positive pressure. And it started to become very toxic for him rather than thriving off of it you can use that stress thing as one of two things you can use it to literally eat you up to fill that internal trash can to make you a toxic person and to interact with the world at a toxic level or you can put the parameters to have the foresight to have hindsight to realize hey i've got a test coming up oh, i've got a vacation coming up oh, i've got this presentation coming up i've got ample time to work with this so you know what? I'm going to make it the best possible presentation. I'm going to give the best possible showing of me in this test. When I'm on the beaches of Los Angeles, I'm going to look in my best possible shape because I have time to prepare. You don't leave it to the last minute where stress then takes over. That cortisone runs through your system. You feel shitty. It's like, I've got to do it. I've got to do it now. I've got to lose 20 pounds in the next day. And you feel absolutely horrible. You feel absolutely toxic. And it has a huge huge effect on your body we already talked about earlier it makes you stupid with the cortisol release it literally shrinks the size of your brain and reduces the electricity be be between the neuros but in your in your brain and your prefrontal cortex so how do you deal with stress how do you deal with stress well a couple of the most proven ways of dealing with stress of emptying out that internal mental garbage can garbage pal are doing things like exercise now it doesn't necessarily mean you need to be lifting huge weights at the gym it might be walking it might be running it might be doing a zumba class it might be doing an mma class it doesn't matter but regular exercise every day is a good way of shaking out the stress from your body it's been proven time and time again to clear it out from your system another thing that's been proven is meditation there are many different types of meditation out there whether it's transcendental meditation which has a lot of science to, to um, back it up or if it's things like Vipassana meditation which I, I myself practice or uh, Oshuo uh, meditation um, which is very very popular now as well all been proven to literally help to diminish stress inside your life you're never going to completely not have stress in your life ladies and gentlemen sorry to tell you that if you're alive you're going to have stress on some level by you actually moving your body on any form any shape or form that means you have some kind of stress inside your body this is life it's only when it becomes toxic and it starts to uh, you start to spread those toxins around you and the environment that you're in it starts to become bad and you start to get caught up in this habitual vicious cycle 
Exercise is good. Any form of meditation is good. Visualization is good. Visualizing how you want your life to be. A lot of my clients, when I ask them what do they want, they're like, well, I don't want to be a smoker. Yeah, but what do you want? Well, uh, um, um, they don't know. The client who comes in who's obese, they come in, I'm like, well, what do you want? Well, I don't want to be fat. Yeah, but what do you want? The client who comes in and is anxiety in themselves all the time, I'm like, hey, what do you want? Well, I don't want to have anxiety. That's like me saying, don't think of a blue tree. Your unconscious mind does not process negative. So you have to think of the very thing you don't want to do in order to not do it. And guess what? Law of attraction, it makes it more inclined and inevitable that you're going to keep doing a stupid behavior over and over again. But visualizing what you want in your life, how you want your life to be, how you want your mind to be, how you want to maneuver through the world can help hypnosis whether that be with me another change worker or even an audio cassette audio cassette what are we in the 1980s now or mp3 or something you can get off of uh, youtube for free um, that you can listen to can help literally start to reduce your interaction with that head trash and how you deal with stress out there so doing some form of hypnosis um, and I want to give you a couple of tangible things from my own practice um, today in when I work with people who have an awful lot of stress. Now, I've made videos about this. If you look on my YouTube channel, which is YouTube forward slash Luke Gnosis, you'll see these videos and it's called um, Finger Hacks. No, it's nothing rude. All right, It's nothing rude. It comes from ancient Chinese medicine. And these probably things are better to be seen rather than be described. But I will use my words to paint pictures in your mind right now in case you do not watch these videos. Um, one of the very best things to do is if you know you're in that, that shit cycle of stress, you ask yourself on a scale of 1 to 10, how much stress am I feeling if 10 is ultimate stress and 0 is no stress? Then what you can do from there is literally grab your thumb yes grab your thumb so you put your non-dominant hand out and then with your dominant hand you just wrap it around your thumb making like a fist and oftentimes what happens automatically is the hand that's wrapped around the thumb the so for me my non-dominant hand is my left hand my dominant hand obviously would be my right hand when my right hand wraps around my left thumb automatically without me thinking about it my right thumb is sticking out and just literally by holding this, it's an acupressure point that comes from an ancient form of oriental energy systems and medicine. And once you do this, and you can do this now, monitor your stress one to ten. Hold your thumb. And then just, just wait there for about ten seconds. Check in with yourself. And what will happen is one of three things. Number one, all your stress will melt away. Yes, it will literally melt away. Do not take my word for it. Just do it or your stress will reduce drastically as you let go or your stress will only reduce by two points on that scale of one to ten that's okay as well that's just a sign you need to hold it for longer but some of the science behind this and theory behind this is is as your amygdala the emotional part of your brain scans through your body it sees that one of your thumbs is up and one of your thumbs is being held and it goes back to when we we're babies and were um, self-nurturing, self-soothing if you will. What do we do? We put our thumb inside of our mouth unconsciously. And I'm not saying that you need to be all weird and strange put your thumb inside your mouth and if you choose to do that I'm not judging you, alright? 
even if you are a 40 year old is putting your thumb in your mouth i know a good hypnotist that can help you with that but that's a cheap plug on right there by making the thumb around your finger it tells your um your amygdala to self-soothe to release some more um, oxytocin inside your body and when your body releases oxytocin inside the, the neurotransmitter of the brain chemical it literally floods your body floods your mind and you can't get stressed at the same time another tangible tool to do this and again there is videos on my youtube forward slash lukenosis l-u-k-e-n-o-s-i-s dot com of me actually doing this you got a forehead right you take the two fingers index finger and middle finger on let's say your right hand you start in the middle of your forehead and then you very softly start to draw a big infinity sign from one side of your forehead to the other side of your forehead taking your time and doing it very softly after doing this about 10 or 20 times what this does is it signals to amygdala to release oxytocin which is the neurotransmitter which is the brain chemical that lets you know you are safe you are calm you are loved a lot of people call it the love uh, brain chemical or the love hormone when that floods into your system ladies and gentlemen it shuts off your brain's ability to release cortisol so you technically you can't get stressed at the same time because it can't dump out any cortisol to make you feel that way so there's two very tangible things you can do last thing i want to give you here today is what i call 711 breathing i believe i originally got this from tony robbins or a version of it then um i believe it was derek chapman who recently reminded me of this and then i listened to a mike mandel product and he reminded me of this and i believe he coined the phrase 711 breathing basically what it is is you've got a resting heart rate and what happens is your resting heart rate is not always the same. It goes up, it gets goes down. But I don't just mean in physical activity and or, and or when you're meditating or sleeping. I actually mean when you breathe, it goes up slightly. And when you breathe out, it goes down slightly. So as always, you'd um, give yourself, uh, you'd qualify yourself, you quantify it, I should say, 1 to 10, how strong is my stress? you got the number. And then what you do is you'd breathe in softly for a count of 7 then you'd breathe out softly for a count of 11 and what that does is it has this effect of slowing down your whole system and going from you being in parasympathetic nervous system excuse me from sympathetic nervous system which is responsible for stress and processing stress and releasing cortisol and adrenaline and it switches you into parasympathetic nervous system which releases more oxycontin in your body that makes you feel better safer calmer so all you do let's have a go of it now let's breathe in for a count of seven and you breathe out for a count of eleven already on that one breath i feel a lot calmer I'm not bullshitting you. Actually test this out. And you might do that a couple of times. Two, three, four, five times. Maybe all the way up to ten. But that one breath actually just changed my physiology. So, there you have it. Stress is bad. Positive pressure is good. A dream is shit unless you put a time frame on it. Which then becomes a goal. Stress. If you've got stress, everyone gets it every day. You can't stop yourself from having stress. But what you can do is multiple times a day, release that stress inside your head by taking out your head trash, your head garbage.
I've given you a couple ways of doing it. I've given you the holding the thumb technique. I've given you the infinity sign on your forehead technique and the 711 technique. Tangible things that do work that I do with my clients, I do with myself, and they do make a profound impact. And the more you do this, and when you catch stress, when it's small, if you catch it, oh, I'm getting stressed, and you get it straight away, then you go into infinity on your head. Or you catch it straight away, and you go into holding your thumb. Or you catch it straight away, and you go into 7-Eleven breathing. You start to literally turn off that neuro pathway that you've been going down for so long, getting more and more stressed. And you start to open up the new possibility of a new neuro pathway, whereas trigger still triggers you. But rather than you get stressed and then automatically you take that road down of releasing a dumping oxytocin inside your body, feeling loved, feeling connected, feeling safe. And as you sleep at night, your brain synapses, it prunes those old synapses that you don't go down anymore, that highway of stress, it starts to literally prune it. So that highway that freeway literally becomes back to how it was originally which was grass and moss and land there's no road there because no one's traveling down anymore and it starts to open up that new neuro pathway because you're traveling down it more and more and more of dealing with stress in a far better way i've been hypnopunk and this has been another episode of unstuck transformation with edge i hope you've enjoyed it as always guys please Go to my website, lukenosis.com, L-U-K-E-N-O-S-I-S.com, and look, keep in touch with us. Look at the blogs that are, are updated. Go over to the YouTube. I produce a couple of videos each week of great content. That's YouTube forward slash lukenosis, L-U-K-E-N-O-S-I-S.com. Go check out those videos. Leave your reviews at iTunes. Share this podcast. Download this podcast. And if you want to get that free power session with me, just shoot me an email at mail, M-A-I-L, at lukenosis, L-U-K-E-N-O-S-I-S dot com. All those links, by the way, are under wherever you're listening or watching this podcast will be underneath in the description. And once you do that, we can book you in for that Skype power session. And as always, folks, go out and use these tools. These tools mean nothing. You could have the most beautiful tools in the world, shiny and brass and colourful and just expensive. But if you never open up that fucking bag and use them, they are worthless. The worth in the tool, the value in the tool is only when you use it and how often you use it. So if you're causing yourself to feel stressed, and by the way, you are causing it, there may be a trigger outside, but you're habitually letting it go on, then you can take the same time out to do these techniques I've given you today to start to manage stress, to start to dump stress out, to give yourself a new normal, to give yourself a new reality. Always believe.